so we back in the motherfucking building for another edition of your mother. Uh, I know I said I was going to take a hiatus, but a few things have happened. And I'm late reporting this shit, so I hope y'all forgive me. But in any event, um, to catch up, to recap the last month and a half, uh, what has happened that is newsworthy? I guess we could start. I guess, you know what? We could start with the Jeezy slash uh, Gucci Mane versus I, I started to do it after I forgot because I've been so swamped with the shit that I've been doing on the side. You know what I'm saying? I also, other than be a podcaster, I also do a, I make apparel and sell that. I write books. I sell those. And I'm working on a web series, which I am currently editing episode three, which you can watch at Warrior Films uh, on YouTube. Just type that in. It should pop right up. The apparel line is dopegarbs.com. That's D-O-P-E-G-A-R-B-B-S. Dot com. Uh, what else? And the books, Gold Babies, Black Devil, Blue Eyes. You can find those at Amazon. Those are the things that I've been working on. But back to the topic at hand. Um, the Jeezy and Gucci Mane versus. Uh, let me just start off to say Jeezy won that shit. Um, the reason Jeezy won that shit, because he had classics. He had the Trap or Die. He had the Snowman album. The I don't know the name of all the songs, right? Uh, but I remember them shits. I was 22, and it seems like it was yesterday. But I haven't been 22 in a long time. Um, yeah, you had the classics from the Snowman album, the Trap or Die, the uh, Recession 1 and 2. Shit was just hallmarked, right? Um, he didn't have a lot of features on there shit. Unlike Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane had a lot of uh, songs that wasn't his actual number ones. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Billboard charted records. Uh, he started off with a lot of diss records. But I'm going to get on Gucci Mane in a second. Uh, explain further why I think Jeezy won. One, he kept it player. It was about the music. Um, it wasn't about no personal shit. Even though the personal shit kind of got in the way of the verses because they do have a past history of turbulence. Um, but I'll get into that to elaborate furthermore on why I think Jeezy won. He's a better, he's a far more superior lyricist. His delivery is better. And for me personally, I can't speak on other people, but that that nigga ad-libs be off the hook. I think the most classic niggas that have ad-libs are DMX, Jim Jones, and um, Young Jeezy. Tupac got some good ad-libs, but they not really noteworthy, right? Some of them are classic, but yeah, Jeezy came in the year where Jim Jones had popularized ad-libs, um, and them shits was hot, like... Who else could say, yeah, let's get it. Like, who could do that? Other than DMX, DMX hit you with a track like, yo, what about those? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So the ad-libs, they just, I don't know. They bring more flair to the record. Uh, Jim Jones was known for his ad-libs. You know what I'm saying? Squalor. You know what I'm saying? It be ad-libs. They got shit to do with what he's saying. Um, I guess, let me see. What, what's one Jim Jones ad lives? He got a lot of them, right? From emotionless to, um, 
what the fuck was his other single? That nigga was hotter than Fish Grease Ballin'. Like, shit, I can't even, my mind is drawing a blank. But if you listen to those songs and listen to the ad libs, this shit's go hard, right? So Jeezy had actually, like I said, DMX had started the ad libs. Uh, Jim Jones came in 2003 with the ad libs. And then Young Jeezy turned around 2004 5. He made the ad libs even more intense, right? To the point where niggas like Rick Ross started using ad libs. Um, I don't know. That's all the niggas I can actually name of the new school. A lot of them I don't think is really big on ad libs. They big on auto tunes and all that bullshit. But I just think that Jeezy was a better artist because I like the ad libs. I like his lyricism. Uh, his flow is better than Gucci Mane's, in my opinion. He's more, he's smarter, right? He's more refined as a, he's like a smart hood nigga. Uh, his voice, his delivery, his cadence, it sounds better on the track. Like I just, all the way around, I like Jeezy. I can relate to Jeezy uh, selling dope and being a cool nigga, being shiny, uh, being clean, classy, and all that shit. I don't really relate to drug dealers that was reckless, fucking idiots, loud, um, and ignorant as fuck. Them niggas, when I sell weed and pills, I stayed the fuck away from. Because them niggas are a motherfucking magnet for bullshit and bullets. But, going into the drama that I said, uh, Jeezy and Gucci Mane were once embroiled in, it stems from 2004, where Jeezy had appeared on Gucci Mane So Icy, uh, Gucci Mane was starting to make a name for himself in Atlanta, East Atlanta to be exact. And I don't know exactly how they linked up for Jeezy to actually appear on the record, but he did. But around that same time, Jeezy had struck a deal with Def Jam. He was working on his debut and he wanted to actually use the song for his first album which I think Gucci Mane didn't want to do that, right? He, he shared writing credits with the nigga, uh, but it was going on his album. And I think Jeezy didn't take too kind to that shit. Uh, I don't know the particulars. It's never been confirmed. A lot of people speculate because of the association of Pookie Loke and Jeezy. They, uh, the streets actually say that Jeezy had sent Pookie Loke and another nigga to go rob Gucci Mane because of the song So Icy. To which Gucci Mane got the drop, shot and killed Pookie Loke. I think he clipped the other nigga. He ran out the apartment. Um, actually, I think both of them niggas got out the apartment. But Pookie Loke was hit where he fell the fuck out from his bullet wound and died. So, speculation is that Jeezy has something to do with it because Pookie Loke was his artist. Or artists that was signed underneath him. Um, to which, it, it, circumstantially, that makes sense. However, the authorities never proved that Jeezy has sent Pookie Loke to rob Gucci Mane. So all they could go off it was the notion that, by some strong coincidence, an associate of Jeezy's had went to go rob Gucci Mane because he found out where he was at through a female. That's what the word, uh, the official reasoning of the connection between Jeezy and Pookie Loke. But the streets know better, right? The streets be watching. The streets got ears. I lived in East Atlanta. Um, a lot of people that were close to Gucci Mane talked, and that was the consensus, that because of the song, 
the publishing rights and shit like that and him restricting Jeezy from putting it on his debut album. In retaliation, Jeezy sent Pookie Loke to rob that nigga. Not really thinking that it was going to backfire because Gucci Mane was a real one. Um, to which I think before the whole robbery incident, robbery slash murder incident, I think it was, I think Gucci Mane had went on a radio station saying that Jeezy was a fake street nigga and da 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 da. Which would, might have prompted and fueled uh, retaliation, right? If Jeezy wasn't going to do shit, when Gucci Mane went on a record label or on a radio station talking crazy, that didn't help it out. And let's just say, Jeezy being associated with BMF, he had a lot to prove and maybe he was real. I don't know. Word on the streets is um, Jeezy, a.k.a. Jay, which is what he's known in Macon, Georgia, and in the in Boulevard area, right? Not really known as Jeezy. That's his stage name. But word on the street is he a street nigga. Or was a street nigga. And he was real. He wasn't to be fucked with, right? Uh, so, in any event, him and Gucci have actually like been at odds for the last 15 years. So, when the Swiss Beach slash Timberland sponsored Versus came along. First, it was supposed to be T.I. versus Jeezy. But anybody that knows T.I.'s catalog... That wouldn't have been a fair matchup. Not necessarily because Jeezy's a whack artist, because he's not, but because lyrically, Jeezy may be a, a well artist. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a superb artist. T.I. lyrically is a little bit more superior. So, and has, I think, if I'm not mistaken, more hits, more records, uh, more notoriety, um, which doesn't take away from, from Jeezy. It just wouldn't have been fair. Logically, the verses just made sense for Jeezy and Gucci Mane. But to do that, they needed to squash the beef, to which I think LaFleur said he would only do it if Versus paid him a million dollars. Now, I don't know what Versus paid him. Obviously, they paid him something to go in the room with his motherfucking arch nemesis that allegedly tried to have him robbed, right? Uh, so, Gucci Mane. Let's talk about him. Uh, y'all already know what my consensus is on consensus is lyrically Jeezy's the better far superior lyricist but Gucci Mane has flair no doubt right but the reason I think he lost he didn't play a lot of anthems from his records he played a lot of mixtape songs more current songs um and disc records right now on a street level not musically but just on a street level he won the embarrassment factor, right? He embarrassed the fuck out of Jeezy, right? To which a 43-year-old Jeezy had to just, like, shrug it off and take it in stride. One, because, like I said, the street said that he had actually put Pookie Loke up to rob Gucci Mane. So you kind of got to eat that shit, dog. Plus, on top of all that, not thinking this shit all the way through, you fuck around and inadvertently got your mans killed and you can't talk about it, so you really gotta eat humble pie. So in that regards, Gucci won on a street level. Um, however, more of a can't take or is matter to this whole situation was the fact that I don't know if I'd have been comfortable sitting in the fucking room with a nigga that sent somebody to rob and kill me. Like, but being by there in the early 40s, 
And I guess they let bygones be bygones. That's the least he could do, right? By all accounts, if he had like jumped across the stage and swung on Jeezy, he would have been well within his rights. Um, but a lot of people are saying that Gucci or Jeezy was the bigger man. And I don't know. I, I disagree with that shit. I'm not even going to say I don't know. I do know. I disagree with that shit. Any nigga that tries to have you robbed and murdered and you don't kill that nigga. I mean, I, that, the bigger man award goes to Gucci. Um, but it wasn't like he couldn't have won uh, the versus battle. I just think he didn't come there initially for that. He came there to humiliate Jeezy. To which I think he he successfully succeeded, right? The first, I want to say eight minutes, he was calling Jeezy a bitch-ass nigga from across the stage. Ho-ass nigga. He's smoking on Poogie Low. Put that nigga ass in the dirt, nigga. I think that's what he said. Uh, quote. So, after he got past that shit, and Jeezy had to swallow shit pie. Uh, they got into the songs, and it was a good back and forth. I was disappointed because I didn't hear Lemonade, um, amongst other songs, which I would have liked to hear that from Gucci Mane. I would have liked to hear a lot of his studio album, Billboard charted records, but you know what I'm saying? Being by, he had a 15-year-old strife or beef with Jeezy. You get what you get. It was a good thing uh, for hip-hop. It was a good show, and it was entertaining, to say the least, right? The music was dope. The interaction, it started off a little cringy. I'm not going to front. I was kind of embarrassed for Jeezy because even though he kind of deserved getting called the fuck out of his name, in regular life, you kind of got to fight a nigga that disrespect you to that level. After the first couple of name calls, maybe let the shit slide. But talking about how he killed your homeboy, put his ass in the dirt, and you a hoe-ass nigga. And like, my nigga, now you just you throw extra stank on it. So, but like I said, Jeezy deserved it. And that's the least that Gucci Man could have done, considering the fact. But um, on the music level, musically, Jeezy won that shit affirmatively. At the end... After, what was it, an hour and 40 minutes, they end up squashing it. Uh, whatever 15-year-old long rivalry they had, it was over. I guess they're talking about making songs together, which they should, right? I like both artists, right? While Jeezy and Gucci Mane are not top-tier lyricists, they are real good street entertainers. They have good beat selection. And them niggas actually personify Georgia. Right, not just Atlanta or Macon or East Atlanta, but Georgia. They epitomize, along with Killer Mike, Outkast, and Ti, but they epitomize Atlanta Georgia niggas. And I like that because I grew up here in the late '90s, in '99 to to now. Right, I'm still in the A, and listening to that music, um, it's reminiscent of living in the 90s and early 2000s. Like, I remember the BMF days. Um, and I, I can honestly say, I think I liked Atlanta more. 12 years later, I ain't really feeling Atlanta, right? It's, it's, it's weird. It's not the same Atlanta. Back in 2005, 2004, 3, 2, 1, 1999, Atlanta was a very scary place, Right? Ray Lewis had helped stab a nigga in a restaurant. 
The bluff was active. Uh, what else? There was a lot more holes on Stewart Ave, uh, aka Metropolitan Parkway. Ti was known in these streets. It was just, it was just a different time. Now Atlanta is is feel is overly gay. It's a lot of pastel color wearing motherfuckers with skinny jeans that like to say no cap. That makes absolutely no sense. Um, and I might be moving away from this motherfucker. I'll probably move to Houston. But in any event, I liked it, and I'm glad they squashed their beef. It was good for hip-hop. It, it almost reminded me of what the beef between Tupac and Biggie would have been like had they continued to live. Um, that would have been a nice versus. But we'll never know. All we can do is settle for the closure of the Jeezy and Gucci Mane beef, and that's what it is. In any event, I hope y'all been enlightened, entertained, and y'all like my synopsis and recap on Gucci Mane, Jeezy versus. Until next time, one.